This is Creative Impact on WEMU 89.1 FM. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washington in my day job, and while David Fair is out on medical leave, your solo host for Creative Impact. I invite you to Join me as we continue to welcome creative guests and explore the impact of the arts and creative industries in Washtenaw County. So I'm going to guess that most of our listeners have seen the work of our guest, even if they may not know it. Ann Arborite, Doug Coombe, is a photographer and photojournalist whose work appears frequently in local print and online media. Welcome to Creative Impact, Doug. Thanks for having me, Doug. Yeah, really happy to have you here, too. So, you know, taking photos is something that we all do. But taking pictures and being a professional photographer or photojournalist, that's not the same thing as just taking a picture. Let's take those one at a time. First, what makes a professional photographer? Well, I think that's really blurred in this day and age. I mean, I, technically it would be, you know, being paid to, um, you know, making a living from your photography. But I think I've seen things over the course of me being a professional just change so much. And, um, you know, I think just I am a successful graduate of Washington Community College, and that's where I learned uh, their photo program. Um, That's where I learned my trade. But I mean, now you can learn so many things online, on YouTube and stuff. And it's it's been interesting, too. I've seen, you know, the profession change a lot, where a lot of people just taking it up as a hobby, I think, can I think you can transition into being a professional photographer a lot quicker these days, maybe. Yeah, it could could very well be. And, and, And the equipment's a little simpler, I think. Well, I wouldn't say it's simpler, but uh, digital photography has evolved so much where I do think it is, generally speaking, a lot easier than shooting film, although a lot of people still love shooting film, too. Right, right. Um, But but photojournalism is very different than being a a professional photographer. Well, that, you know, I feel... My personal story of how I became a photojournalist is kind of unique, so I don't know if... um, other people could follow my path, which I, um, I picked up photography as a hobby from working at record stores for a long time in the Ann Arbor area. And I was just documenting bands and shows that I loved. And through that, I took classes at Washtenaw Community College after I graduated from U of M. Um, and then after having completed that fantastic program, I walked into the Metro Times the day their staff photographer, Bruce Giffen, quit, who is one of my favorite photographers and really inspired me. So just by dumb luck, I walked in there, and that was uh, back in the day of classified ads before Craigslist. It was, Retro Times was very uh, thick back then. Right, and, I remember. And they were like, with a summer guide coming out, you want to shoot six stories? And I said, sure. And then I walked out, and I was like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about being in the right place at the right time. That's perfect. You know, we hear a lot about how the photographer's eye and ability to compose a compelling image is really where talent is defined. Is that nature or nurture? Can you learn how to do that? Oh, for sure you can learn how to do it. And, you know, again, I think just talking about how things have changed, I really love that, you know, pretty much everybody has a camera on them these days with their phones. And, yeah, I've seen people just kind of, you know, just learn from shooting on phones and then kind of, you know, a lot of times, you know, after a couple of years, they'll ask me, you know, what's a good camera? You know, the one interesting thing um, I was taught at Washington Community College, which was actually helpful, but then later caused me some trouble was, and it is true, when you're taking photography classes, a lot of times back then when you're shooting film, they'd say if you have one good exposure on a roll of film, you're doing good. So look at that picture, try to learn from that picture. The one thing that's very different was when I transitioned into being a photojournalist. 
you don't want one good photo on just 36 exposures. You need a lot of <laughs> exposures. Right, right. So I learned very quickly, you know, I became a little less experimental um, than uh, when I became a photojournalist. This is Creative Impact on 89.1 WEMU. Our guest is photographer and photojournalist Doug Coombe. So you've been, um, you know, uh, uh, having a front row seat at uh, <laughs> in the music scene for in Detroit and, and southeast Michigan for quite some time, you know, like a music lover's dream. Uh, you mentioned how you started doing that uh, while you were working at the record store, but when did it actually turn into a job where you could actually sell photos? Well, yeah, it would kind of, I think the Metro Times really kind of helped start working there. Um, you know, I was just shooting concerts, I mean, literally for fun and just not getting paid. And then, you know, suddenly it did kind of become a paying gig. And I think, um, you know, the thing too is I do, I've lived in Ann Arbor for a long time now since I came to U of M, but Detroit is just such a fantastic city for the music scene and the arts. And I think just kind of having, not only just a front row seat, but then just kind of getting to know people. And then I think once you kind of know, you know, uh, bands and people running venues, it's kind of easier to figure out who's kind of up and coming and really interesting in people. I mean, you know, if you just kind of listen to people who are at the shows, you kind of learn about upcoming talent. And I think that was kind of the thing that really helped me because shortly after, you know, working at Metro Times, I mean, three really cool things I photographed. One was, you know, there's a little band called the White Stripes that, um, oh, I've, you know, I've heard pull. of them. They're small. They, they, they got a little bigger, right? Yeah, they, <laughs> they did all right. So, I mean, they were playing like 75 people at the gold dollar. And it's funny how like those pictures I just took, you know, for fun. And, you know, those pictures later bought me my first really nice digital camera. So I think, you know, for me, I, the coolest thing about which I was never expecting when I went into photography, but the coolest thing is all the people that I meet. I just kind of went into it wanting to document bands and, the way I look at it now, my camera is just like this ticket that gets me into all these really interesting places with interesting people that I feel like I wouldn't have met if I wasn't a photographer. Do you need an assistant? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I but, carry your bag? <laughs> it's funny. People ask me to I think the one thing that's unique about me photo-wise is I, I've had an assistant once. Um, and yeah, I don't... I don't know why I've never really had an assistant. I mean, I think, you know, the budgets aren't always there for me to do it, but um, no, it's funny. I think when people offer to help me, I'm just not sure what to have them do. <laughs> I mean, right. Just right. They just want to carry your bag and be at the show. Yeah. Right. This is Creative Impact on WEMU 89.1 FM, and our guest today is photographer and photojournalist Doug Coombe. So I really enjoy your portrait photography. I, I You take um, what I would call never, you know, you don't take straight on shots. Um, you've always got interesting camera angles, and, and you really seem to capture the uh, personality of the person's photo you're taking. What inspires your frame? Well, you know, it's interesting. One thing I would really love to do more, but don't actually do much, is studio portraiture. So a lot of what I do is just called environmental portraiture. And, you know, the what's fun about it, but what's incredibly challenging is a lot of times, I mean, I'm almost always walking into a place I haven't scouted out, I haven't really been to. And usually in a short amount of time, one, I have to figure out where I'm going to take the photo <laughs> that looks interesting. Right. But two, just kind of get to know the, the person who's, you know, this most of the time just a stranger you haven't met before. But again, I think, you know, the thing that really helps me out with that is 
I'm fortunate in working for a lot of cool publications and some really fantastic editors and writers along the way. So usually the person that I'm photographing is just interesting to me, period. So I usually just talk to them about the story or ask them what they're doing because, I mean, it's just genuinely that interesting to me. And I feel we usually have a bunch of shared passions or interests. So so in a way, anyways, that's a long-winded way of saying my work is kind of an improvisation and... Um, yeah, and I, it's a little easier with digital now. Back in film days, every time you clicked a shutter, that was a dollar, so you couldn't shoot as much. But now, you know, I, I am one of those guys who takes a lot of, you know, photos quickly and then just tries to figure out, you know, what looks best later. So. I completely understand what you're talking about, the curiosity and, and interest in the person. I find that here with Creative Impact for myself, too. You know, um, Images uh, have always been important in photojournalism and in music and the like. Do you, do you find that online media, it the image is as important, or has that changed? Yeah, I do think it's as important. And I think, um, you know, I think it's easier to include more photos online. So I think I've enjoyed that a lot. Um, um, and a really cool photo essay I got to do before the start of the pandemic Um for Concentrate was a photo essay on gospel music in Ypsilanti, which was just a joy to shoot. And yeah, I think it's, you know, I, I mean, obviously there are long photo essays that appear in print, but I feel like that kind of pops up or happens more um, in online journalism, you know, a photo gallery. So yeah, I, 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 you know, I do think the web has kind of helped the photo essay a little bit. Some people might disagree with me, but I think it's helped. There's always that conversation, who agrees and who doesn't. Hey, Doug, I hope that uh, your appearance here on Creative Impact uh, encourages people to look for your byline, and I want to thank you for being a guest on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Deb. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that is photographer and photojournalist Doug Coombe. Learn more about Doug and see some of his work including a photo or two of me on WEMU.org. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw, and for a few weeks, your solo host on Creative Impact while David Fair is out on medical leave. Please join me next week for another conversation with a Creative Washtenaw guest. This is your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU and WEMU HD1 Ypsilanti.